ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want. Who are we to judge? Thanks to New Zealand On Air. So I'm coming up to my 20th, yet I'm still struggling with my body image. I'm a guy and have had weight fluctuations ever since I had a bad injury at 10. I was my heaviest a month or two ago and I'm trying to keep on top of it, but I know whatever I do, I won't be happy. I have a vivid memory of when I was 15, 16, when I had abs coming through and was at my peak fitness-wise and was really unhappy about everything. I even have photos from two years ago, 15 kgs ago, where I felt horrible about my body, yet I look at it now and think, what was I thinking? It's even impacted my sex life and relationships. My ex even laughed when I told her um, as she thought I was too outgoing or careless to have body issues. I also have heavier friends who have laughed at my self-consciousness. It's kind of even bad enough that I avoided one of my best friends that I haven't seen in 20 months because he lost a lot of weight and I'd gained weight since we left school. And I felt terrified and depressed as we used to be the same. Essentially, I'm just sick of feeling so bad. I just want to get over it. It impacts so much of my life when I think about it. And yeah, sorry, a lot to unpack, but I just need some help. Wow, that, that you've got a lot going on in your beautiful mind. And I was just thinking about um, how, like, as human beings, we tend to beat ourselves up 10 times more than anybody else would. And, and so it sounds like clearly what you're going through is what, you know, body image things, but it's really, really affecting your mind. Um it's interesting in this day and age how we're in this culture of comparison. You know, like we see um, other people's edits, we see photos, and often you know, these photos have been airbrushed and... Um, Teeth whitened and all the one. rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you, know, you can actually get this app now, Georgia, that um, makes it look like you have like chest muscles, pec muscles and abs. Oh, really? Yeah, you can paint them, sort of paint them on in your, your body, and then you Far can flip out. that up. And it just looks amazing. Um, <laughs> but but it just sounds like you're really um, um, not just comparing yourself potentially with others, but with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, can I just say to you that amazing that you had abs at the age of 15, because usually it's really hard to maintain a six pack. You have to, like I'm talking about, it's a 24 hours a day, seven days a week sort of like thing. You, you almost have to work on your abs full time to maintain them. And usually they're not maintained... I think the last time most people have abs is when they're about nine or ten, mm. um, naturally. And then after that, it is a full-time job. Um, but it sounds to me like you, like you said, you know, you've got, you've had an injury, um, which has meant that you're potentially a little bit more sedentary, you're not as active. Um, if I can give you any solutions around your weight, it's 70% of your weight is what you're eating. So it's what you're actually consuming. So, um, yeah, it's really important to move, get out there, be active, at least 60 minutes a day, at the very least. Um, but it, think about what you're consuming. You know, is, you know uh, how much fat's in your food, portion sizes, um, how many carbs. Um, so, yes, just get some really good nutritious and dietary information and, and start with that. Yeah, I think uh, just kind of picking up on that, that those sort of post-school years in your early 20s, often uh, we go through this uh, cycle where our body does change because our lifestyle's changing. We're maybe not being as active as we were um, at, at school uh, and maybe you started working and you're being a bit more sedentary. So we often see changes in our bodies during that time that can really impact us. And I know for myself, I had a similar experience uh, in my early 20s. Uh, but I guess one of the things is that it's really important to um, remember that you know as we get older, uh, it is often harder to um, you know shift shift weight, and you need to think about um, 
being healthy, being active and, and, and what we're eating. And the other thing to think about as well is that, you know, you might not be able to get back to your that 15-year-old weight immediately, but if you break it down into, and take into some smaller chunks and maybe set some small goals about, you know, what you might be trying to achieve, whether it's, um, you know, knocking off uh, a couple of kilos in the next couple of months or something like that, just so that you start to feel good about the achievements that you're making can make quite a difference to the way that you're thinking and feeling about it. And I also think that it's taking small steps to reach out to friends because by the sounds of this, you've, you might have pushed them away a little bit because of the self-confidence, um, self-consciousness that you are feeling and that, um, you know, at the end of the day, these people will be here with you, especially if you said that this friend of yours, one of your best friends, lost this weight. He knows what the feeling is like. So he might be someone that you want to talk to about it. Or you can text or call one seven three seven twenty four seven because if you're still feeling this way in a week or so, and you know you just want someone to talk to and offload to and on the phone, then you definitely should give them a call. And I think it's really important to remember that you're not just your image in terms of your physical self, but you like everything else about you. That and it sounds like you're a fun person to be with. You're outgoing, and I think it's really important to celebrate a lot of elements about you that aren't necessarily just your physical. ZM Sealed Section, where you can ask whatever you want. I go through these patches daily of feeling like I am so alone and have no one. Counselling isn't helping, and I'm not too sure what to do. Hey, look, that sounds terrible. That doesn't sound like a really nice place to be. Um, and if you're experiencing them daily, I wonder about um, just just your state of mind. I wonder, because um, sometimes we can kind of feel isolated. We can end up um, feeling, like you say, alone and and also start to do this whole negative self-talk around, oh, no one wants to hang out with me. Um, I'm not funny enough. I'm not cool enough and and often like I say we we beat ourselves up like I said earlier in the in the show we beat ourselves up probably 10 times more than anybody else does um and the reality is is that you've got I bet you anything you've got people that actually see you in a different light that actually see that you are someone uh, really cool that you are someone they want to hang out with but like I say sometimes we can take ourselves away especially if we have these negative thoughts going on so I kind of wonder uh, where your headspace is and I'm wondering um, is this when you're feeling alone are you actually placing yourself in a situation where you are alone um, because you don't think, think that people want to hang with you um, so it's critical to to talk you know this through and it's great that you've messaged in and that you're sharing it with us um, so I'd love to encourage you to just connect in with um, someone you trust someone that you'd like to just um, just just tell them how you're feeling and it can make you feel vulnerable but sometimes vulnerability um, can strengthen the relationship as well if you don't have someone um, that you feel that you can talk to right away, then maybe you could even try just talking it through with people from 1737. They have trained counsellors there. They hear this sort of thing all the time and they can probably just um, process um, a little bit and unpack a little bit of how you're feeling about yourself uh, with you. And like I say, they're free. They're 24-7 trained counsellors at 1737. Maybe you could give them a go. Yeah, I think just the other thing is that sometimes um, there are opportunities throughout your day where you can connect with people, and and when you when we get into our heads a little bit, we um, kind of miss those. So maybe just look out for those opportunities. There might be that that somebody who that who you sort of see every day who says hi to you, or mm. um, you know might smile at you and wherever you are um, and you know there might be an opportunity there just to say hey and, and have a conversation 
uh, because sometimes those simple connections can just help us to feel a little less alone, um, you know, particularly when we're in our own head. And I also think that if you go through your phone, say, right now, and you look at the people in your phone list or on Facebook, people that you enjoy their company or you've hung out before and maybe go through and actually you might realise that there's more people in your life that want to be there for you or you want to spend time with than you actually think. It might just be that you have felt you've been in a bit of a bad mental state lately that you haven't wanted to reach out to these people and maybe you actually need to to realise that they are there and they are actually a good friend of yours. That's just that's just an idea as well. But otherwise, make sure you get in contact with 1737. As Yvonne said, they've got trained professionals 24-7. ZM sealed section. My mum wouldn't let me get a nipple piercing, so I got my friend to do it. Now it's really red, swollen and weeping. I'm too scared to tell my mum but can't afford to go to the doctor without telling her. How do I bridge the subject with her? Oh, uh no. Oopsie. I can remember a few ears getting done by friends at school yes. that definitely always got infected. So it sounds like that's what's happened here <laughs> yeah. with the snipple. 100%, 100%. Yeah, you know what mum's going to say, right? I told you so. Oh, the worst <laughs> saying on. ever. Prepare yourself for that, okay, is all I'm saying. But, you know, what you need to definitely do is see a doctor. So um, whether it means you need to tell your mum, you're just going to have to. Um, I would say that if it's weeping and, and it's painful, um, it's definitely infected. But you also want to um, be very careful about something called cellulitis. So um, that's where the, when the infection gets a little bit deeper into the flesh and starts to eat at the flesh. So it, it is really important that you get to see a doctor first thing in the morning actually um, but have a look at the area um, and if you see any uh, redness um, I would get a pen a ballpoint pen and just like track around the edges of that and and then check it again in, a, in an hour or so and if it's gotten bigger you probably need to go to emergency tonight um, I actually you need to let mum know right now mm. <laughs> yeah it would be my advice and um and like I say, if there's any redness there and it's growing, the redness and tracking, um, you need to be seen um, urgently. What would yeah. be the best approach to go to mum? Just say, hey mum, I've I've stuffed up a little bit here and I've got a friend to pierce my nipple because you wouldn't let me and yeah. Yeah. I know I, you said not to, but I've done it and I'm sorry, but I think I, need I really need some help here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've learnt my lesson. Mm. Oh no, honestly, yeah, as Yvonne said, definitely talk to your mum straight away and go and get it looked at because that does not sound good at all. But thank you so much for reaching out. ZM Sealed Section. I am happily married and have a seven-year-old girl. My parents, my wife, kid and I all stay together in one big house. My wife and my parents do not get along well. Not sure how I can resolve that. Any suggestions? In my culture, we are expected to live together. Yeah, this is a real challenging one. And, you know, these conversations are never easy to have, particularly when you're trying to juggle the relationships with your um, partner or your wife in this situation and your parents. And you've also got your child to think about in terms of how this is impacting on them as well. So I think one of the things that would be important to do is to get uh, everybody in the same room at the same time and just maybe have a conversation and put it out there and say to them look I'm finding this really difficult and it's impacting on me the fact that there's conflict you guys aren't getting on and maybe it would be good for us to uh, have a conversation about what our expectations are around 
how we are going to live together, mm. uh, what kind of behaviours we might expect, um, how we're going to communicate uh, around particular issues. Uh, and nobody's perfect. We're all, we often will get this stuff wrong, um, but I guess it's, it's really about trying to set some clear expectations and just letting people know how you feel and how it actually is impacting on you in your home life because that's where you live and that should be your safe enjoyable space and it is it must be pretty tough though that many people in a house anyway living together full time if it's not something that you're used to or if your wife's not used to that it can be a bit full on I mean yeah I'm in a flat of six and sometimes it can be a bit full on but it's I guess having that family meeting yeah yeah and setting those like you say Nick setting those boundaries because I mean for her for your wife it might be that she just needs a little bit of privacy sometimes she Mm. just needs a little bit of you know physical space um and um and maybe there are some even some house rules to maybe Mm. to to sort of frame up I remember when um when I was first married and we were saving for a house we moved in with my parents and they've got it they had a big seven bedroom home so like it's like it's not like we had the whole top floor to ourselves but Mike my husband was like I've got to get out of here (laughs) and so I was like you know, and we all got on really well, but he just wanted his own space, like mm. real physical space. So we we decided that we'd save for six months. We, it took us three months, and we were out of there. So it was just, I guess, about we just needed to, for us as a couple, just um, our goalposts shifted a bit. Um, I don't know about whether you, uh, do you intend to live with your parents forever? Um, or do you intend on that they may have a granny flat out the back eventually? Or like, how does it look and where does, where does the goalposts, where, where is it set for you as a couple and mm. as a smaller family than the bigger family? Because yeah. I do still think that there needs to be space between those generations. And I guess a little bit of compromise as well, which is hard, especially if this is, um, you know, a, a cultural thing as well for the family. It might be just what what it's you've always been used to or what your parents have always been used to. So, yeah, I'm not really too sure how to tackle that one. But if you do want to talk to somebody um, more about this, you can text or call 1737 247. ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want.